Just Start Real Estate, episode number 78. All right, welcome. Thank you for being with me here on Just Start Real Estate. My name is Mike Simmons. I am your host, and I am thrilled that you are here with me today. There's other things we all could be doing. I appreciate that you're choosing to spend some time here at Just Our Real Estate. I think that's very cool, and I'm glad to have you. Before we get started, I wanted to ask you, when you get a moment, go to my website, and while you're there, if you would, sign up for my mailing list, because when you do that, I am going to send you the top five real estate resources that I think every investor should be aware of. These are resources that I use in my business, resources that other very successful real estate investors use in their business as well. The other reason to sign up for my mailing list is very shortly, I am going to be announcing my brand new coaching program. Now, this coaching program is going to be awesome. I am going to take on a few students and I can only take a few because my time is limited. And frankly, I want to make sure that I'm giving the attention to my students that they deserve. I want to be there for them. I want to give them good quality time, quality information, and really make myself available to them. So I'm only going to take a few students and I'm going to announce the details first to my mailing list and give them the first opportunity to apply to be one of my students that I coach personally. I will absolutely make sure that you know the minute my the details are, are all set for the uh, coaching program and we can get off and running in 2014 and be absolutely as successful as we can possibly be. One of the ways that I plan on being more successful this year is I am going to crank up my buy and hold rental portfolio this year. As of right now, I only have one rental. I am a buy and flip guy. That's pretty much just how I've done my business to this point. Uh, but I want to get going with my rental business and crank it up to be as good and as successful as it can possibly be. One of the companies that's going to have a major impact on my success this year is a company called Rent Prep. And I am so impressed with this company and its owner that I'm not only going to use their service, but I also ask them to be a sponsor on this podcast. If you're not familiar with Rent Prep, I suggest you go back and listen to the episode number 62 of this podcast where I interview Stephen Michael White, the founder and CEO of Rent Prep. Rent Prep is a screening company that you should be using to screen your potential renters. They use real-life screeners to complete the reporting using multiple databases. This makes for a more comprehensive and compliant report. Last year, Rent Prep ran over 30,000 background checks to help keep landlords from renting to bad tenants. They learned that 49% of all applicants had one type of adverse action or another, evictions, judgments, liens, bankruptcy, and criminal records. Half of the background checks performed had something that indicated a higher rental risk. They talk to landlords every day that just got out of bad rental situations, and they look to rent prep to make sure it never happens again. You can call their office and speak to a screener. In fact, you can speak to the screener that actually completed your background check and have them answer any questions that you might have. To check them out, go to juststartrealestate.com forward slash rent prep and type in the promo code juststart to receive their landlord form bundle for free. You can also use that coupon code JUSTSTART whenever you're ordering their screening products and you'll receive an additional 10% off your order. I suggest you go there now, check them out. If you're a landlord, you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your business to screen properly. All right, on to the show. 
All right, thank you for joining me on another Quick Point episode. I'm happy to have you here. I'm very excited about it. This week, I am going to be attacking your fears a little bit. I'm going to be talking about some of the things that scare new real estate investors off the most when they think about getting a real estate investing business off the ground. Um, most of the fears are really not something that you should be overly concerned about. I mean, it's okay to have apprehension. It's okay to, you know, be a little bit, you know, careful when you're starting something new, especially something where you're investing money. But by and large, the fears that new real estate investors have are a little bit, um, you know, they're a little unfounded in terms of how afraid they are. So I'm going to attack one of the biggest fears that I think people have. It was one of the biggest fears I had. It's one of the biggest fears that I hear from new investors. And I'm going to just label this episode, what's the worst thing that can happen, all right? So in this episode, I want to attack what I feel is the biggest fear. So here we go. The biggest fear that I think a lot of real estate investors have is losing money, right? They, they know that there's money invested. Maybe it's theirs. Maybe it's the bank's. Maybe it's a hard money lender. Maybe it's a private investor, you know, like a friend or family member or uh, someone else, somebody, you, you know, a coworker or something. You're afraid of losing that money, you know, no matter whose it is, you're afraid of it. There's, there's money being put out, right? So, uh, and it's not a little bit of money. It's kind of a lot for most people. So losing money is one of the biggest fears people have. And I think uh, the biggest hurdle that new investors face when starting a real estate investing career is the fear that they're going to lose money. So either, you know, you're, like I said, your money or somebody else's, it really doesn't matter. It's just that fear of, of losing it. So I'm going to let you in on a secret of real estate investing. If you follow a few simple steps, your chance of losing money is extremely slim. By no means am I suggesting that you can't lose money in real estate. You absolutely can, for sure. However, there are some things that you can do to minimize the possibility of losing money until it's almost a non-issue. I really don't worry about losing money on any investment property that I buy. Uh, sometimes there's a question of whether or not I'm going to make all of the profits that I thought I was going to make. But losing money almost doesn't, doesn't even occur to me anymore because... I've got the system down so tight that I, I'm just not going to lose money the way I set it up. I set myself up for success. And I'm going to tell you how I do that. You know, very basically, obviously, if we were to be working together, if I was coaching you or something, we would break this down in a lot more detail. But for now, I'm going to give you a basic outline of how I uh, attack my investment property so that I don't lose money. And I'm telling you, I'm not going to lose money on my properties. It's just not going to happen. Even if things go just really, really wrong, the likelihood of me losing money is extremely, extremely slim, almost to the point, like I said, it's it's non-existent. Now, I'm not saying, you never say never, right? It just doesn't make sense to, to say never, but I'm going to say, you know, pretty much never. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to let it happen. So uh, it boils down to mathematics, right? And I'm not saying higher math or, you know, calculus or something, but it boils down to simple math. When evaluating a house, <clears throat> If you follow my very simple formula, you should reasonably expect that the job is going to go very well. Even if things go wrong, you should not be in a position of losing money. Worst case, like I said, is that you won't make as much as you originally planned, right? So, you know, if you plan on making 20000 uh, and you only make ten, 
is that a is that a disaster? Some people might say it's a disaster. I I personally would think that's a disaster, but you know, if the worst thing that happens to you today is that you make $10,000 when you thought you were going to make 20, that's not a bad day. It's not a horrible day at least, right? Now, if you have investors that have certain expectations and you've made, you know, certain commitments to them, well, it may not be the greatest day in the world, but yeah, it's a lot easier to say we made less of a profit than we thought than it's, it is to say we lost money or I lost your money. That's that's just that's unacceptable on, on all levels. So here we go. Let's talk about how we do this and how we set it up. And it's a little bit tougher to do this verbally or you know audibly like this to, to follow it. But I'm I'm gonna try to keep the numbers pretty simple so it's easy to follow along in your head. But of course, this will all be in the show notes if you go to juststartrealestate.com forward slash episode 78. And I will warn you that I'm currently in the middle of a pretty um, significant overhaul of the website. It needed it. It wasn't the, the best looking website in the world. So I'm doing an overhaul. So if you find any little you know glitches or you have a hard time getting to a page, just please have a little patience and bear with me. I'm trying to work through this as quickly as I possible so it doesn't interrupt anybody's uh, ability to visit the page and, and visit the, the and get the information they want. But um, I will tell you that you know it's possible that there could be a glitch, but I'm working on it. Trust me, I'm all over it. Okay, let's go through this. Number one, what is the ARV? You have to calculate the ARV. This is the first number that you should be concerned with when you're evaluating a property that you're considering buying. If you know the, the area well and you've done this for a little while and you have some experience, you should be able to calculate the after repair value pretty good on a house that you're that you're looking at. If you're new and you don't have the ability and the experience to, to figure out the ARV, go to someone who another investor who's experienced in this area, in this neighborhood or in this town that you want to buy the house, get their opinion. Go to a realtor. That's another great place to go. It's probably the first place I'd go is find a realtor who sells houses in this neighborhood all day long, and they should be able to tell you exactly what the house would be worth in top condition after rehab. I would not even be shy about going to a second realtor and getting a second opinion, just like you would a doctor. Get a second opinion. Make sure that that ARV is is a good number. That's going to be critical, and everything is going to be built off of that. So if your ARV is way off, your profits are going to be way off, and that's when you get in a little bit of trouble with a rehab. So get that ARV number. Talk to someone experienced. Talk to a mentor. Talk to a realtor. Um, talk to two or three realtors if you want to, and get good numbers cross-reference. Okay, that's number one. Get your ARV. Now, <clears throat> from the ARV, you need to subtract the realtor fees. In my area, the buying realtor or the realtor that represents the buyer gets 3%, and the realtor that represents the seller gets 3%. So when you're calculating what you know what your profits are going to be when you sell the house, you have to subtract. In my in my personal market, it's you know typically six percent of the of the sale price of the after repair value. So so you're going to subtract the realtor fees. Next, you're going to subtract um, what I would call just for a general rule of thumb five percent of the purchase price, which will represent the taxes and other miscellaneous fees that you're going to pay when you sell a property. You know, it's going to be uh, title insurance, the title check, you know, the, the transfer taxes and, you know, whatever um, prorated taxes that you're responsible for, like city and you know, winter taxes and summer taxes, so forth and so on. I would say throw 5% of the ARV in there for all the taxes and miscellaneous fees that you're going to incur when you sell. Next one, minus your rehab. Now, the rehab cost is another cost that's very difficult and it's very important. If you don't have the experience and the knowledge to um, calculate the rehab effectively, then go to your mentor and ask for help with this. 
if you should have a mentor. And if you've been listening to this podcast or if you've talked to any experienced real estate investors, when you're starting out, they'll all recommend, they'll tell you, you should have a mentor or someone that has a lot of experience and knowledge that you can kind of lean on and go to with questions here and there. This is one area where you want to get your mentor's help so you can calculate the rehab. Okay, next one, subtract holding cost. This could be financing for the house. I don't know however you're going to buy it, whether it be you're buying it through a bank or you've borrowed money from someone and they want interest you know, or, or payment made every month. Maybe you've bought it from a private investor or you're using a private investor to purchase the house and they don't require any payments until you sell the house. That's my situation. I don't pay financing costs during the renovation. But holding costs also represent <clears throat> utilities that have to be paid every month, garbage collection, you know, all these kind of things that you're going to incur on a monthly basis, just like what you would with your own home. Okay, so that's number five, holding costs you're going to subtract. Number six, you want to subtract the de your desired profit. So, <coughs> excuse me, whatever profits you want to make from this investment, you need to subtract that from this also so that you're accounting for it. You know, you're, you're accounting for what you want to make. Um, desired profit is a very personal thing, but I can say a lot of times or a good rule of thumb maybe just to use for calculation purposes um, would be 15 to 20% of the ARV. So if it's a $100,000 house, we'll say that your desired profit should be or reasonably you could expect somewhere between $15,000 and $20,000 of profit when you sell the house and all expenses are paid net profit. So that's a good rule of thumb, but it's very personal. You have to decide what it is that you think uh, represents a good investment and a good profit for your energy and your time and, and all, everything you're putting into it. So I would say 15 to 20% or more should be your, your target for your desired profit. Once you subtract all these things from the ARV, that will give you your purchase price or your, your offer price that you can make, right? So if you're not absolutely confident with your ability to determine the after repair value, please consult a realtor or someone who's very familiar with that neighborhood, you know, a mentor, friend, uh, whatever the case may be, until you have the experience in that market. Because everything is built off that ARV. If your ARV is wrong, if it's off, Everything's gonna be off. So let's run through the let's run through those that list again, but let's plug numbers into it. I'm plugging numbers in for my own uh, area where I invest generally. Okay. So number one, ARV. Let's just say the ARV is gonna be a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Number two, the realtor fees. Like I said, it's six percent of the ARV, so that's six thousand dollars. So we're gonna subtract six thousand from one hundred thousand. Next, we're gonna subtract the 5% uh, of the purchase price, which is going to represent the taxes and all the miscellaneous fees you're going to pay when you sell the house. For me, 5% is uh, $5,000. Okay. So we're going to subtract $5,000 from that. Okay. Number four, next comes the rehab. For me, $25,000 is a pretty typical rehab. So we're going to plug $25,000 in and subtract that also. Number five is the holding cost. Now for me, like I said, I don't pay financing or anything like that during my rehabs. I'm just pretty much paying utilities for the most part. So I'm going to subtract $1,500, assuming I'm going to be there uh, for, you know, five months or so. That's, that's a pretty decent number, maybe on the conservative side, but that's fine. $1,500 is going to be subtracted from the, the total as well. And then number six, my desired profit. Like I said, it should be around 15 to 20% of the ARV. So I'm going to go 20% and say, I want my profit on this deal to be $20,000. Once you subtract all of those things from the after repair value that we started with of $100,000, you come up with $42,500. 
and that is the most that I am willing to pay for a house that has an ARV of $100,000 with the numbers that I plugged in. So I know what to offer. Now, it's totally up to you, but I always throw a couple extra thousand dollars in there just for any miscellaneous issues that could come up. It's not very scientific, but it makes me feel better when I uh, place offers that I that I know I've thrown a few thousand dollars of, you know, just in case money in there. So uh, if you follow these simple steps, you should be very confident in your ability to place offers and make money on every deal. So follow these steps. Let me know what you think. But like I said, if you if you follow this real simple formula you'll make money, right? Even if you don't make everything. You know, I, I have $20,000 in here. If things go horribly, horribly wrong, I still think that I'll make $15,000. And if things just blow up in my face and the worst happens, I'll probably still make $10,000. I'm not going to be off by that much because I start pretty conservatively with my rehab cost anyway. So, you know, a lot of times there's there's a couple thousand dollars just in my rehab estimate to make sure that I'm covering things. So there's a little buffer here and there so that I don't lose money. And that should be, you know, obviously your ultimate goal. You don't want to lose money. That's the ultimate fear that we talked about at the beginning. Like I said, if you follow these steps, you should be fine. You should be safe. I, obviously, I can't guarantee anything because I need to see the situation that you're in and, and look at it. But um, in general terms, this is going to keep you out of hot water. Okay, that's all I have for today. Before we go today, I wanted to remind you to go to our sponsor at juststartrealestate.com forward slash rent prep. When you go there and enter the promo code Just Start, you will receive their landlord form bundle for free. Also, when you use the promo code Just Start, you will receive 10% off of all of their screening products. So go there today, check them out, and enter the promo code Just Start. Please also be sure to sign up for my mailing list and I will send you the top five resources I think every real estate investor should know about. Also stay tuned for the upcoming announcement of my new coaching program. I'll only be able to take on a few students initially and I will be telling you exactly how to apply in the next couple of weeks. I'm excited about this program. I know I'm going to be able to help a few people either launch their real estate investing business or take it to the next level in 2014. Okay, until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start.